It is Ryan Helsley from the St. Louis Cardinals joining us on FT Live. How you doing? Good to see you again. What's up, y'all? Doing good. How are y'all? We're good. We're good. Remember, last time we spoke, right after little uh oh, go yeah. ahead, AJ. We got little a I, uh, we got a problem. We got a problem, dude. We asked you. I asked you why you didn't pitch. You went on the IL thirty-two seconds after you came off. After I asked you that, and you didn't even give us a clue. I knew I was going on, and well, I mean, you hadn't asked about anything like that before. I was like, surely they're not going to ask about that today, you know. And it was just kind of a perfect storm. And I didn't want to leak the news on here, and then I get a text from the manager of the front office, and be like, why are you telling people you're hurt already? Wait till he releases it. So, but it was literally as we were on the podcast. I think they released it. Well, what see, was then the they timing? Released it. See, perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Were they watching us, and they were like? He's off, and boom, send the email. <laughs> they had to. They had to. <laughs> well, okay, so how you feeling, though, first off, with all of that, you know, where to come about, and um, what's the timetable for getting back on the field? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, I've been throwing the last couple of days, real light to 60 feet. Um, you know, I took about three weeks of no throws, so it's going to be about three weeks of building up, and then, you know, a week to 10 days of bullpens, and a week to 10 days of games, you know, so... Still looking at a little bit of time, but I'm feeling good, so that's encouraging. Wait, are you in? Uh, are you in Skipper's office? Where are you right now? Because you're in Miami. No, I'm in our like uh, mental skills coach office right now. Okay, so forget the baseball. So if you're on the IL, you're in Miami. I mean, South Beach, golf. No, I, beach? I, I didn't, I didn't make doing? the trip. I didn't, I didn't make the trip. No, he's I'm not there. Oh, he's really. not. Oh, he's not there. Okay, that's why I was confused. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. like if you're in Miami on the IL, that means like, you know. South Beach is in play. The not golf, golf course is in play. No, not golf. Oh, uh, true, in play. true, true. The beach is in play. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do in Miami on the IL. I, I missed some good trips. I missed London and Miami. So, uh, oh, it's, 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 no. it's a tough IL stint. Yeah, you could have timed it better if you just would have told us. We would have timed it better. Ah, I know. I need to last about two more weeks. Yeah, if you didn't get to go. What did the guy say about London? Because last time we asked you. We said, are you looking forward to London? What did the guy say? Yeah, well, I thought I might go still, but uh, the kind of mixed reviews, like travel was not great, and they said the traffic was, you know, kind of crazy. But I think everybody enjoyed the time, you know, getting to see, you know, that part of the world for the first time and just getting to experience, you know, all the new things and stuff. And they said the games were, you know, a lot of fun. The atmosphere was great, and the fans, you know, were very in tune with the game. So if you would have gone, if you would have gone on the I.L., would you have would you have enjoyed it more? Would you have been like, hey, you guys got a game. I'll be there at some point. But or would you have felt guilty and been like, no, I got to get treatment early. Yeah, I think that was kind of why I stayed behind. You know, the, the travel was so hectic, and you know, it's a seven eight hour flight, and then they said it took an hour to get to the hotel or in the field back and forth. So I think it just made more sense for me to stay here and stay out stay out of everybody's way. What did uh, the players say about the fans out there? in London. I heard that it was still mostly like Cardinals fans traveling out there, Cubs fans traveling out there versus actually trying to impact the city and get them more into baseball. It just sounds like we have, as a sport, a lot of work to do versus many other countries where the game's super popular, of course. London, it's not like you have tons of kids playing baseball. They're always trying to compare it to cricket. So okay. I, I was trying to get a pulse from people that were there. I was like, did you feel like there were a lot of people from London? It's usually not hard to tell the difference because they speak with a different accent but did, mm-hmm. did the guys say anything about that as far as the crowd and the people around them i mean they said it was packed there was like fifty-five thousand. they said the energy was great um i think there were a lot of fans that traveled you know i think it was a great excuse for a lot of fans you know to 
travel abroad and get to watch baseball and see their two favorite teams play. You know, I think I think the league could do better, you know, because the travel is so tough that, you know, maybe we play in another city over there somewhere, maybe not London, but, you know, somewhere, you know, in Europe and make it a little more worth your while type trip because that travel is hard on your bodies, you know, especially when, you know, guys are 80 games deep and then you get back and from a 10-hour flight and you got to wake up and play two days later. So, um, but I think it's great for the game, you know, I think it's, a good, a good idea, and I think it's going to bode well for the game. Now that London's over, and you're on the IL, is that why you, you're trying to grow a little mustache there? To- yeah, you see that? That's all I got, dude. That's like two weeks. I can't grow any facial hair. Is that is that because you're on the IL and you're bored? You just yeah. don't have anything to do. So you're like, you know what? My wife is going to hate if I grow this mustache. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just do it. it anyways. Everybody hates it here. They tell me to shave it every day, but you know, I, I got the two or three other guys on the IL with me to grow one out too. So we got the mustache crew going. Are you bored yet on the I.O.? Are you losing your mind? I mean, what do you do all day? Because you have no game to go to, right? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the silver lining of it all is I'm getting to spend more time with my family, like my wife and my little daughter. So that's been fun getting to see her, you know, crawl around the house and, you know, kind of grow into herself a little bit. And she's starting to try to walk and stuff like that. So getting to see some, you know, milestones and getting to spend a little more time, you know, with them where otherwise I wouldn't. So are you a jerk on the IL? Are you a better dad? Or are you like, oh, this is so nice and relaxing. I know I can't do anything about it. I'm relaxed. I'm getting my work in. No, I, I've helped out quite a bit around the house. I feel like I've done a pretty good job. Um, I feel like I'm doing dad mode pretty good right now, trying to help alleviate some of the stuff, to help the wife out, you know, help with bottles and making food and all that other stuff. And, you know, splitting the duties a little more though. I'm home now a little more. Hey, do you, were you, when you guys just played the Yankees, were you sitting in the bullpen or were you sitting in the I dugout? Said, I, did, I did both. I kind of moved so, back and forth. It just kind of depended on what I had going on. Were you out there talking shit to Bader? <laughs> no. You could sit in right field with the Cardinals bullpen and you yeah. could yell right at him or if you're in the dugout when he comes up to hit, he'd punch out and he'd be like, see, that's why we traded your ass. You suck. <laughs> no. No, I think I think everybody over here here loved him. They had, they had some fun banter with him there in the ninth yesterday when Hicks faced him, and he got the the strike called on him. I think I think Kisner was distracting him, and he was late looking at the pitcher, so he got a he got banged for a strike call in, in the ninth. I don't think he was too happy about that, which is pretty funny. But uh, uh, it, it was fun to play him. You know, we we miss him over here in St. Louis. Obviously, he's a great player, and you know it's exciting for him to be there in New York. When you're watching this team from afar now for this series against Miami, how do you watch? Like, making sure you're, like, on time, game starting, got a little snack, do you yell at the TV if you get a bad call for one of your boys? Yeah, always. You're always yelling at the TV, you know? It's just kind of second nature, I feel like. Um, it's hard It's hard to watch the games, honestly, you know? It's it's fun when they're in town, you know, you get to be a part of the team, but it's kind of hard seeing it on the road, you know? You're not, you're not there hanging out with the guys and, you know, competing with them, and um, but... Also, it gives you something to do because you have so much time, you know, it gives you something to look forward to in the later part of your day. Do you watch the entire game? You have to be honest because you weren't honest with the whole IL stint in your last <laughs> time. Do you watch uh, the whole game or are you like, ah, I'll just wait till the bullpen guys come in? Yeah, I usually do. I usually watch the whole game. Um, unless I got something going on or I'm not home, obviously. But, yeah, I'm usually tuned in to the start. Um, yeah, I'm usually locked in majority of the time if I'm home. Well... It, listen, it's hard to watch because I remember being on the IL. I was in Texas and we were facing Verlander, and I was in 
Frisco, which is like 30 minutes up the street. And we were, and I was, I was in a bar with the double A team and we were watching Verlander. I was like, well, yeah, we need a hitter. So it sucks being on the IL. Will you, they won't let you travel. Is that like a Cardinals thing? Or is that a personal thing? Because a lot of teams, some teams say, I, I was on teams where they would say, okay, you have to go to our spring training site to rehab. And some teams say you can travel if you want to. And then some teams would say you got to stay in the home city. So is that a Cardinals thing or is that a personal choice? Yeah, I guess it's kind of a mix. I think they would they'd probably let me travel if I pushed hard enough with it. You know, Judge was here this series and um, was here in St. Louis um, with, with the Yankees. So obviously they let him travel. Um, but I think they'd let you do whatever you want. They'd let me go to Florida if I wanted to. Um, but I'd rather be here, you know, in St. Louis with the team, especially when they're here at home. I think I'd go insane if I was in Florida right now. So it's kind of nice to stay here in St. Louis and be around, you know, the team when they're home. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Ryan, take me through what you're seeing then. I want your analysis on the ball club. A nice dub yesterday against Garrett Cole and also figured, I mean, Jordan Montgomery against his squad when they kind of blitzed him last year with the trade. I'm like, dude's going to pitch up. And uh, cool, I saw afterward, like, Cole sent him a little, like, tip of the cap text with a meme, something like that. So what what did you think of them from the weekend set? And do you feel like there's a turnaround here where the team can make a run? Half the season left to go. Fortunate that in the NL Central, nobody is going nuts. It's The Braves aren't in the NL Central right now. We'll put it that <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think I've played some great ball over the weekend. We could have won, you know, 4-6. Obviously lost a heartbreaker there to Houston. But, uh, you know, I've I feel like we're starting to play play better ball. You know, Monty pitched a great game. You know, he's a, he's a stud. We're glad he's on our team. And, um, you know, to take a, a win away from Garrett Cole and the Yankees, you know, that's always a, a big-time win. And, you know, hopefully that gives us some confidence. You know, if we can beat a guy like him, you know, we can probably do pretty well against most of the pitchers in the league. And hopefully it gets our offense going a little bit and, you know, kind of feeds into the rest of the team. Um, you know, I, I think the rest of the year, you know, kind of the I – think, I think we can keep going. You know, our, our team's really good. We've always said since the beginning of the year we like our roster. We like the guys who we have. We have a few guys banged up right now, obviously. But, uh, you know, I think we're more than capable of turning it around. You know, I mean, baseball's a crazy game. You never know. You just got to show up and be ready to play every day and hopefully we can uh, rattle off a few in a row. What have coaches and or front office staff said about the team defensively? Because they were so damn good last year on that front. It's mostly the same guys. So I'm looking. I mean, for example, Nolan, he's going to be better in the second half defensively to his standards. He's talked about it. So what have you seen from the team from a defensive standpoint? Is there anything that you can do there? I'm wondering, like, you know, the team went from not shifting much, then they definitely did, especially when Schilt left, and now you have restrictions. If, if that kind of messed with anything and you have some guys playing in different positions, like Edmund in the outfield a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like a lot of the alignments and stuff probably come, you know, from up top or, you know, all the analytics club. I'm not really sure, you know, how that works. I'm not a position player. Most of those guys are more in tune with all that stuff and where they get their information from, but I don't think it – helps when you you lose Bader you know he was with us for 100 games last year so that's going to weigh a lot to our defensive metrics and you know O'Neill's been hurt most of the year too who's won two gold gloves so having those two outfielders is going to kind of probably skew the numbers a little bit and not have them up as much and you know having Tommy in center field he's he's, he's great out there man he can play anywhere you put him he could probably catch if you wanted him to I mean it seems like anywhere you put him he makes plays and He's going to play, you know, all 27 outs as hard as he can. And, you know, you got Donnie who does the same thing. You know, I think, like you said, I think the second half it's going to 
shift and kind of equal out a little bit better. Okay, so I'm going to read you. We, we got to do this. We have you on all the time. So you can just tell me your experience, even if you don't know the whole story here. Michael K. said, I found out something. I was talking to a lot of Cardinal people. The reason they took Contreras out from behind the plate, he was calling pitchers the pitcher on the mound didn't have. He would be calling for a cutter for a pitcher that didn't throw a cutter. The pitchers were going crazy. <laughs> I mean, he, he. I think we have one guy in the bullpen who, like, he, he'll, he'll call pitches like that for him sometimes, like, he doesn't really throw a changeup, and he'll call a changeup sometimes. And but he's been throwing it more, so maybe it is good that he's been calling it. Um, but early on, I mean, it's tough, right? You, you come to a new team, and you got, you know, fifteen guys you got to learn, and all the pitches and how they work, and what they like to throw on certain counts. I mean, it's it's definitely tough. And you know, the guy the guy really cares a lot. You know, he's always studying film and you know trying to have a two way street and conversation with each pitcher. You know, because he wants us to be out there comfortable you know, with him, and he, he wants to be out there. You know, he wants to win. He wants to be a leader for this team. So does that mean you now have a changeup that you don't throw? That you have, like, <laughs> like, did that ever happen before this year? Had you ever seen something like that happen before? No, I mean, you got, you got Yachty, who's arguably one of the best catchers ever, and, I mean – you can't even explain the type of presence, you know, that that guy had on the field unless you, like, experienced it, you know, or understand the game, really. And just, like, pitching with him is, like, just so so calming out there, as calming as it can be. You know, this guy's seen every type of hitter. And whatever pitch he calls, you know, just, you know, he has that belief in you out there on the mound. And you're like, all right, this guy's a legend. He's calling this pitch for me in this count. You know, he believes in it. He believes in my stuff. So that kind of – Having him back there really, I think, helped a lot of pitching staffs. And, you know, we leaned on him a lot, obviously. And, you know, who wouldn't, rightfully so. Um, you know, he, he managed the games and was always, you know, talking to guys all over the field. He'd be talking to the first baseman and third baseman on certain pitches. I know Bayer always talked about they had signs that he would give to him in center field on where to play. And then, you know, they would relay to other guys in the outfield. So, I mean, that guy was doing it all. And, you know, he was really controlling, you know, all nine guys and controlling the game. And it's just – crazy to see and look back on and understand, you know, how, how good he was, you know, mentally as well. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have a change up though. I do, I do throw it every now and then. I haven't thrown one this year. I threw like six last year, but, uh, I keep it in my back pocket in case they ever call it or ask me to start one day. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, I still want that story to not be true about Contreras because not only is he your catcher and he was there all spring training, but he played in the division and faced all you guys. So to me, that like that 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 hurts my heart as a former catcher, because one thing as a former catcher you took pride in is knowing what your guys threw. Like I wouldn't catch you and say, "Man, Ryan, you know he doesn't he he said he has a changeup, so we're three two in the ninth facing Shohei Otani. <laughs> we're gonna throw a changeup right here. Yeah. Like that that would be bad on me. So I just I, I I hope and pray that that story is not true because that that just hurts me inside as a former catcher. <laughs> And if it is true, I hope somebody took him out in the back. Well, I guess the Cardinals did it as an organization. We're like, hey, you're not catching anymore until you learn that Ryan Helsley doesn't throw a changeup. Not saying it was you, obviously. But, like, right. gosh, I mean, he obviously fixed it. So, that, that I guess that's a step in the right direction. But, gosh, it just hurts my heart. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know how Chicago did it. You know, maybe they were giving him signs from the dugout. So, maybe, you know, he didn't have to call pitches then. Or maybe, you know, a lot of guys call their own pitches, you know, like, you know, Swipe up is a pitch from summer swipe down or my swipe on my leg, whatever, you know. So I don't I don't know how Chicago did it, but um 
I think he's definitely, you know, learning and understanding, you know, how a lot of guys want to pitch here. And, you know, having Wayno, who pitched with Yachty for 17, 18 years, has, you know, helped a lot. I think Wayno's feeding into him a lot and helping him grow. And, um, you know, he, he wants to get better. You know, he, he wants to be he wants to be the best. You know, the guy's obviously super talented. He's won a World Series and, um, you know, he's been an all-star. So he's definitely capable for sure. How's Wayno doing? Um, I know he's struggled on the mound and, you know, had the injury to start the season. He pitched in the WBC. We have had him on the show. AJ's tight with him, you know, beloved in the sport. At the same time, and we called this out last week, he shut his Twitter down. And maybe that's for him to focus. But also, I mean, the trolls are, are, are just going off. And it's like that's yeah. the last dude that should take any blame for what he has put together for a couple decades. And it's not like – and he'd be the first person to tell you. It's not like, oh, I'm the number one starter on this team, right? He's going through right. it a little bit right now. So what have you observed from him? You know, he's going through his last season, but he also knows how much adversity he's dealing with both on the mound and, and with the ball club. Yeah, obviously he's not the same pitcher he was, you know, 10 years ago or even, you know, a couple years ago. So, like, it's cool to see him wanting to learn, you know, almost like a rookie again, talking to other guys and, you know, just how certain stuff works or certain mindsets. You know, it's cool to see a guy who's, you know, probably borderline Hall of Famer for sure, Cardinals Hall of Famer, um, you know, just wanting to learn every day, still wanting to get better, you know, whether that's using, like, track man or trying to develop a new pitch or tweak a pitch or – Whatever it is, he obviously carries, you know, he wants to compete in this franchise and this team and this city means the world to him. You know, he's raised his family here and, you know, he, he wants to leave out on a good note. So you, I don't think there's anybody in the world that could doubt or question, you know, his heart or, you know, his will or wanting, wanting to be the best he can be out there. You know, I mean, it's, it's obviously tough and this game is not easy by any means at all. But just to see him go out there, you know, I believe in him every day. He steps out there on the mound, you know, he's got the right mindset and wants to compete, you know, and he's going to do the best he can, you know, as long as he's got the ball in his hand, you know, he's got that mindset of I'm trying to go nine every time until you take the ball away from me. So, and I think that mindset feeds into, you know, the other guys as well. Even if, like you said, Wayne is not our best pitcher right now and um, obviously going through it, but, you know, I think he's got the ability and definitely the mindset to turn it around and kind of help us the second half. Who do you feel like you've learned more from, Wayne or Yachty? Probably, probably Wayno. I mean, uh, I think Wayno's probably learned a lot from Yachty too, though, you know, so you could probably say a combination of the two. But, you know, Wayno on the field, you learn so much, and off the field too, just as a human being, as a father, you know, as a dad, just, you know, picking his brain about everything throughout, you know, all walks of life, obviously. And, you know, just having him on our team is, is great for our team and, you know, where we want to be and where we want to go. And I think, you know, his, his positive mindset kind of is contagious. And, you know, you, you never know he has a bad day. You know, he shows up, he's the same guy every day, whether he's seven shutty or didn't get out of the first, you know. And I think, you know, in this game, it's, it's, it's hard to not let your results affect you. And I think he does a great job of that and, you know, showing up ready to work the next day no matter what. Hey, when you, when you go out on your rehab assignment, eventually here in the next few weeks, maybe a month, whatever it is away, what are you going to get the boys for spread? What are you going to get the guys in the in the bushes for spread? Like you got to do something decent. You're not just on a on a minor league deal now, right? Right. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I guess it depends on what city you're in, or if I go to Double A AA or Triple A or where they send me. So might have to do some some recon in the cities coming up, and you know, talk to the club and get the guys something something exciting and good. Ryan, I've I've got a guy for you who can help you with that. Uh, show everyone. He's played everywhere. 
whatever <laughs> city it is, just hit up Kratz and he'll be like, yeah, I got a guy at the Outback. He's, you know, Johnny from Outback. <laughs> Outback, no, bro, no, 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 Outback. No, 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 no I'm saying if he's in Bumblefuck and wait, there's no other place. There's double always a, a place. Double okay, a but where? what's the place in Bumblefuck? Like, what's the top place in the most rando city? You know what I'm saying? Like, just there's some cities. Buffalo. Like, Buffalo. No, there's some Buffalo epic places. Is, I know. You got to go way more random than that. Where's well, double what? A for the Cardinals? Yeah, where's double where's A? Double a? Tulsa? No. Springfield. Springfield. Okay. What, what the hell do they have in Springfield? Honestly, I don't remember. I was there six years ago. So yeah, I don't exactly. Remember. And Triple A is Memphis, right? So if you go to Memphis, you got to get Memphis, barbecue. you're good. But yeah, Memphis double barbecue, a. no doubt. Kratz, epic ribs. Kratz, yeah. Springfield. What, Springfield. What are we doing? Never played in that league. Then it's not real. <laughs> right, it's not a real league. Homework. It's not real. If Kratz doesn't play in the, play I played in the so Eastern League. All right, yeah, well, no, me too. We'll do some homework then, Ryan. For the next time you come back on, might be perfect timing. We'll start planning yeah. some uh, some Springfield list. hot spots for you in case you end up there. Memphis, you don't yeah. need any help. There's plenty. Pre-game yeah, and post-game. Big. Yes. Pre-game and post-game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan, next time you hit come on, make sure you have breaking news for us, okay? You know about your situation, so we don't have to find out through someone else. Thank you. It's not yeah. up to him, AJ. They're gonna click. They're gonna wait on the press release. Okay. Well, he he could have just he could have said I have breaking news, but you guys will find out as soon as I finish his hit. For his broadcasting career, what yeah. a teaser! Yeah. Ryan Helsley reporting breaking news after this. Yes. Uh, Ryan, we appreciate you, dude. Keep yeah. keep doing your thing. Get back on that field soon. We'll talk to you in a few weeks. All right, bud. Appreciate you guys. Sounds good. I'll see y'all soon. Thank you. See you soon, Ryan. Ryan Helsley from the St. Louis Cardinals with us on FT Live. And uh, we're going to hit some slap hands for you. We got a few minutes Dude, left he to missed go. out, man. I'm sorry. He missed out. He missed London. Think of how epic it I know. Was. It sucks. I London, mean, he... Miami. I know. Oh, man. They're going to Chicago after Miami. Oh, That stuff's all fine. Yeah. I mean, the London part for him to be yeah. able to explore that. Although he did say, I mean, you know, the travel and – it's sound like some guys here. liked it, some guys didn't. No, you're, you're right. If you're dead like on the island, I know they stayed at some pimp place out there in London. It wasn't like they were staying at some crappy hotel. You know, they're at. That's why I was an hour away. They were nice. a lot. Yeah. Uh, staying at the pimp hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's in. The, I don't think that's in the players. Uh, it was the CBA. It I was in the CBA. All hotels must be pimp hotels. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Because they ain't staying at no. Days in with the, the outside air conditioner that's outside the door, and you got to walk over to the window and push the buttons by the window. They're staying with places central AC. Can I get 30 seconds each from you, and then we'll do a two minute slap hands on that contrarious story just because we didn't have time to slice it up and I wanted to wait for him to kind of get more word? But Kratz, you start. You see or hear a story like that from Michael K. who's been around the game for a long time. He knows Cardinal people. I'm sure as we all have been around people in the game, definitely got that. Like it's not throwing that out there randomly. That's way too random of a story. We get that confirmation for Wilson. I mean, he stays with the ball club in spring training. You're working on that. I mean, is how much of a problem is it that, that he is calling pitches for dudes that don't exist. And, and could there be that he's overwhelmed by learning a new staff? Uh, it could be both, but I'll answer the first part of it. That is a huge problem. If this is true, and that's why I didn't, you know, really know, you know, it's it's what he said. I'd have to find more out about it. If this is true, that is a tough five-year deal that you signed for your catcher because that should be your number one goal. And if you didn't do it before, 
I could care less. We paid you to play here five years, $82 million. You need to know what your pitches throw. Every single one of those pitchers needs to be in your back pocket. And to, if this is true, yes, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. I know AJ already talked about it. So. I said it. Here's my yeah. here's my question. I played for the Cardinals in 14. I was signed by them out of uh, – people know the story. I signed from them. I was in Cooperstown at Frank Thomas's induction. Signed for them, flew to Chicago from Cooperstown, landed the day before, didn't speak to anybody in the organization the day before, went to the ballpark for a day game at Wrigley the next day, caught, caught Shelby Miller, Adam Wainwright, Knew nothing basically about them, but I learned them quick. So you can learn if you try. You can learn pitchers, I feel like, fairly quick. I know there's intricacies and, and little nuances that everyone has that you need to learn. But, it, man, he had all spring training. Remember, he didn't go to WBC because of this. He didn't do some things. So, gosh, this is just – like I said, it, it breaks – it hurts my heart inside because this is just like job number one as a catcher to at least know what your dudes throw. And Helsley, Helsley pointed at it a little bit. He said it real quick in passing. He goes, well, unless the Cubs called the pitches for him, which in 18, I know they did because we caught them doing it from the dugout. And one of the reasons that we started hitting the Cubs a little bit better because they're, I'm not sure even what role he was. I can still see what the guy looks like, but he was calling him from the dugout. Well, that's, that's pretty easy. And it wasn't every pitch. It was like, you know, big situations. He'd look over and then that's easy. You know, you know what pitch is coming. Jamie Quirk did that for the Royals too. We caught him. Jamie Quirk for the Royals from the dugout would call the pitches. And then oh, you're just picking off signs. Yeah. You just have your third base coach look over there because he was in the first base dugout in Kansas City. And he would be over the dugout and he'd have his hands and he'd just go, Yep. Joe Kerrigan. Joe Kerrigan did this. He would have his pitching. He would have his pitching papers like this, and he'd go, change up, fastball. Oh, and teams were just teeing off on the Pirates, <laughs> teeing off on them. Do you know what's going to happen is you're going to get to the GM meetings in the offseason. They're going, any, any new rules, anything anyone should do? And the Cardinals, like, Zalek's going to go, uh, yeah, actually, I, I feel like we should have that whole pitch comm thing in the dugout, too, mm -hmm. where we, we press the buttons, Right. For the next four years, at least. No. Cool? No. All in Awful. favor? Awful. They'd be like, nah. Awful idea. Awful idea. But the, it'd be great for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are definitely on board. No, they'd have Yachty sitting there watching the game, calling the, calling the pitch <laughs> count from, like, wherever he's living right now. Just a, just a video game? That's your, that's your answer. You need Yachty. You need Yachty. Time to swing for the fences on BetMGM, a new MLB free-to-play game for sweet prizes. Here's how to make it happen. Log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game until September 7th, 2023. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the zone you pick, you will get a single, double, triple home run or pop out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. You can play once per day. Prizing must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. Always bet responsibly. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.